Welcome to the Feel Strong Podcast. My name is Justin McClintock, and this is another edition of the 501 AM Chronicles. We are walking to open up the gym in beautiful Philadelphia, and there's more traffic out here than there usually is, but we're going to go this way. And I want to take this morning, as I, I make my path to work, to talk about your goals determining your path. Uh, both with fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, certainly this expands to, to broader horizons. But figuring out what your goal or goals are is really important, and determining your path after that makes things much simpler. Also, if you are a coach, if you are a programmer, which in this context we usually use to mean the person who is designing the workouts, designing the nutrition path, uh, writing all those details and figuring out where someone is going to go, if you get good at helping someone determine their goals, determine their destination, at least in a short, medium, and ideally long-term fashion, your job becomes much, much simpler. So, goals. This is often put as a, what is your why? Uh, and it's good a good thing to ask yourself, one of the typical tools used is to ask yourself three times. Pardon me. This is not, uh, none of this is uh, new from me. This has been around for a long time, uh, often credited to a few different people. But the question is, all right, so you want to work out why? Well, I want to lose weight. Ask it again. Why? Well, I used to weigh less and now I owe more and I don't think it should be that way. I I want to weigh what I did 10 years ago. One more time. Why? And oftentimes, this is the one that opens the door. It's not to be annoying. It's not to be uh, even overly systematic, but it's to get the root of what's going on. Oh, well, 10 years ago, uh, I was really happy. 10 years ago, that's when I met my wife. Ten years ago, that's when, you know, X, Y, and Z. And you start getting into things that, one, are more measurable. Sometimes this is, well, there's this picture of me wearing a bathing suit, and that makes me really happy. That's when I felt best about myself. When I felt best about myself, I was a better person. I was more productive. And it goes on and on and on. These are great conversations to have with people, not to make them feel bad about where they are now, but to start really understanding what they're after. Um, Because if you can get to that, let's take that example. Someone who says, and this is absolute, these are absolutely conversations I've had many times with people. (laughs) This is not a thing I'm making up. Well, 10 years ago, I felt great. There's this picture of me in a, a bathing suit, and it makes me really happy. And those, that time, I, I felt so amazing about myself, and I was more productive, and I felt like I slept better, and I moved better through the world. Uh, I was uh, getting raises and really advancing at work. Everything felt good then, and that's where I want to get back. That's a goal. That's a feeling, and that's a great thing to chase. So that's what you're after. So if you are someone who is trying to start a program, that's what I want. I want to feel that way again about myself. I want to get to a point where I'm confident, I'm happy, I'm strong, I'm productive, I'm energetic. These are big, exciting, wonderful goals that are, a, that are so much 
more that I want to lose weight, right? I want to lose weight has, you know, lost its shine, I don't know, a hundred years ago. But it's also very vague. Uh, and the other side of it, if it's not vague, it doesn't have to be vague. I have absolutely had people say, I want to lose, super popular, I want to lose 20 pounds or 15. Usually it's 15 to 20, which is like a big number, but it still feels achievable. Um, often, but not always, someone who says, I want to lose 20 pounds has done it before. It's not 100%, but that, that biggish number, uh, sort of that, that you know, medium big but achievable number comes from someone who has done this before and has successfully lost 20 pounds so they know it can be done and they want to do it again uh, and it will take some explanation that the path they took the first time is probably not the path they can take the second time to get there but um, why was I talking about that it was something really important I was going to say oh I didn't expect there to be drunk people at 501 Philadelphia but there are. I'm going to go around, guys. We might cut this out of the episode. But this is, uh, okay. No, we're fine. Everything's great. Uh, 15 pounds. Right. Sorry about that. Real life, guys. What are you going to do? So someone who wants to lose 15 to 20 pounds, start getting to why. That's a, that's a specific goal. And to a new coach, that might sound great. Oh, okay, 15 pounds, and I know that 3,500 calories is a pound, so we need to lose 3,500 calories times 15. Okay, I'm going to draw this out and put you in a deficit that has you losing a pound and a half a week. And Okay, I think we can do that in 11 weeks. Great, let's do it. Uh, That's a huge mistake. Unlikely to be successful, and part of the reason it's unlikely to be successful is you don't know where you're going and you don't know why. I want to lose 15 to 20 pounds. Why? Well, uh, that's the weight I used to be at, and I, you know, I've done this before. I can do it again. I just sort of, uh, I need all determination. I need all extra help. So, you want to be at a weight now? Now we've already moved. Come on, it's not. I want to lose 15 to 20 pounds. It's I want to weigh what I used to, and that's an important distinction to note. Okay. You say you want to weigh what you did when you were uh, 22. Why? Oh, well, when I was 22, I was really attractive. I, uh, if I don't don't mind saying so myself, and, and I want I want to get back to that again. You got one more and use it. Okay. So, so you want to you'd like to look like you did when you were 22, uh, at least body composition wise. Why? And that answer is going to be really interesting, and that answer is going to inform where you're going. Flipping it back to the individual. You're someone who's trying to figure out where you're going fitness-wise. There's a million fitness options uh, out there, and most of them are good. Most of them will do a thing. Most of them will take you somewhere, towards some goal, uh, and it may be the right thing for you. I am not the person who's here to, to uh, you know, say bad things about really anyone's fitness program, unless, unless someone's being taken advantage of, or something is truly dangerous, uh, I, I'm not the guy, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to pick on anyone, 
there's a, it's pretty popular to pick on your, you know, fill in the blank here, your Barry's Boot Camps, or your P90X, or your, even like, you know, like eight minute abs and that kind of stuff, like, it's not bad, uh, we, we can get into, like, is it actually worth the money, is it the best place to spend your, your time, but truthfully, I think that would just bring us back to our current discussion, it's like, well, I don't know, it might be, where do you want to go? If you say, well, I'm just doing this because uh, I want to lose some weight, I, X, Y, and Z, we've had that conversation, we know why you want to lose weight, so I want to be a little healthier, I'm tired of getting winded when I walk up a couple of flights of stairs, uh, I have relatively young kids, I'm having a little bit of a hard time keeping up with them, and I've decided to take a, a really grown-up approach to this, and I'm looking 10 to 15 years down the line, I don't want to be slow and broken and, you know, not able to go on a hike with my kid when they want to go on a hike. Okay, great. Uh, especially if you don't have a really complex or a long training age, almost anything that we can get you to stick with will work for you. If you got, you bought a Peloton and you love it, you're like, well, I, I do Peloton three times a week, but I, I know that's probably not the best thing I can do. Like, are you kidding me? That's great. How long are you doing it for? Oh, like two months, three months. We have built the habit. You're being consistent, and it's great. My only concern is when you stop doing that. And you, you may get bored, but like they're producing new, I mean, they're producing content at a fantastic rate at this point. If that's enough to keep you engaged and you keep moving, especially if you get the, uh, uh, get, get the, get the kit, either the stuff you buy on your own or, you know, they'll send you a, they'll send you the little hand weights and all that stuff. And you do the resistance stuff and the floor stuff as well as the bike stuff. Like I'm, I'm going to give you a double high five and, you know, point out why it's probably a good thing and not take your money. Most likely. Um, I, I totally have people, I have, I have private clients who do Peloton, and we do Peloton with a few supplementary workouts. I have people who do Peloton with some nutritional guidance, uh, but I absolutely have had conversations with people who have Peloton or Peloton-like devices, sort of an at-home smart thing that tells them what to do, and after, after a conversation with them, I, I truthfully have been like, hey, I, I think you're doing a great job, and with what your goals are, and your schedule are, and your training history, I think this is a really good solution for you that you've already arrived at. Um, and I'll give them some, you know, so I will pleasantly and respectfully decline to work with them and say, you know, if in the future, here's some things to watch out for. If you uh, stop doing it, if your motivation disappears and you can't figure out how to get back on it, that's when you come talk to us. If you stop responding. If you know you've been doing it for a while and noticing good changes and noticing both body composition and your day-to-day uh, -day life, how you're, you're you're feeling and your health markers and that stuff is all improving. And if it starts going the other way and you're still doing things, that might mean an adjustment. You can come on back. But if I think you're doing a good thing and and, and especially if you're sticking to it, 
I would determine that you're being successful. I would do everything in my power to make sure you understood you're being successful. That's often a big part of it, people not recognizing their own success and that they're doing a good job. What they're already doing is really great. And send you on your way. Keep your money. You're, you're killing it. Uh, let me know if you want any advice or we'll talk. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to decline your money for this session. And maybe we'll talk a year from now or three years from now, which happens all the time. People go and do a thing and they want a slight upgrade or they want to come back. Now, the other side of it. If your goals are really specific, you need a really specific plan. And this is the people who've been uh, a fairly popular sort of slice of the feel strong demographic are people who have trained for a long time, often in some sort of like group fitness, high intensity, cross city thing where they've been exposed to a number of elements. Uh, maybe some orange theory, maybe some, some of that kind of stuff. But they've gotten pretty good at breathing hard. They've gotten pretty good at getting sweaty and going fast. They've gotten pretty good at moving some weight. They've gotten pretty good at doing some gymnastics. Like, become like a, re- a reasonably well-rounded fitness person, and their goals, as they, and this is true for everyone, their goals have evolved. Maybe they started, well, I just want to have like, I, I just want to be in slightly better shape and feel like I can go and Honestly, I want to feel a little bit tough. Fine. And now they're like, look, I've never been able to uh, deadlift double body weight. I want to deadlift double body weight. That's an extremely specific goal. And after we ask why, 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 and get to it, we, we would, in this hypothetical person, when we, I've certainly had this person, has decided this is a weak point in their lifting it is an important strength marker for them to hit, and they are willing to change other things to get there. And if you're a coach, that's an important, I mean, you have to, have to, have to, have to make sure that's clear. And if you are an athlete, you need to understand that there's trade-offs in everything. If you have, if you are this well-rounded athlete, and let's say you currently deadlift 1.25 times body weight, and you've decided it's really important to you to deadlift double body weight. We're going to have conversations like, all right, um, I'm going to take away most of your cardio and you're going to have to eat more food and you're going to have to do more recovery work. And we're going to get really specific with how you deadlift. And I might change things. I might say your feet have to go in different places or your hands have to go in different places. Or you might have to do these long, crazy, individualized workouts that don't let you take group classes anymore. You can't go to your fun hit class four times a week and get to this goal with any sort of efficiency, which is the sort of thing I wouldn't, and I would hope if you're a coach listening to this, I would hope you would also decline the opportunity to work with someone if they weren't willing to do the necessary things. Um, Because I think it's dishonest to tell someone that you're going to get them to deadlift double body weight and then just keep them on a super vague, well-rounded program. Uh, Unless you're clear that, like, maybe we can do that in the next three years uh, and work on this. But, you know, with all the other things we're doing, it's going to be hard to get to. If someone says that that's their important goal, 
I would say, okay, well, let's, let's work on it. I want to, you know, test, retest, test, retest, and I want to see what we can do in the next oh, 12 to 16 weeks. I'm not saying that I can put 75% on your deadlift in 16 weeks, but we can certainly test some principles and see how you respond and, uh, and get moving and expose you to what is likely a new style of training for you and see what that's going to be like. And that is a completely different path, right? We have moved where you are because you have moved where you're going. And, and note how important that is. And the more specific your goals are, I think the more specific your path has to be. And seeking out people who have done that and who know about it and have some experience with that is likely where you want to go. If on the same the same tack, if you're like, well, I want to run a triathlon. Okay, great. Like we've 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 trained triathletes. We can do that. Let's talk about it. Especially if your first or second triathlon, rock and roll. If three years later you're like, actually. I want to, uh, I've decided to, uh, to really compete in swimming and I want to win the 100 meter butterfly uh, at, the, at the next four months from now. I am going to direct you to somebody else and I'll help you find that person. But it would be irresponsible of me to pretend to coach someone, which is what it would frankly be to win a 100-meter butterfly swimming competition. I don't know anything about how to do the butterfly well. I don't know anything about the specific technique, training, and recovery for that. We've gotten so specific. Your path is so well-determined and well-laid out. Your training has to be really specific and well-laid out. And I think this goes for most of life. You can see how this, this applies to almost everything once you start doing it a lot and once you start asking why three times. Now I'm gonna, I'm heading into the gym today. I, I work at a local gym. Why? Uh, well, you know, I got into fitness and uh, I really liked it. And, uh, had the opportunity, so I checked the gig. Why? Oh, well, I think, uh, I think it's important to offer what I can to make people better, and uh, I had some affinity, and I, had, I, I was able to do it, so that's why I did it. Oh, you you think it's important to make people better? Why? Oh, well, actually, I think by making people healthier and stronger, the entire community will grow. I'm empowering people and sending them out to their individual communities, and I actually think by... Uh, running a 45-minute strength and conditioning program at 6 in the morning, when those eight people leave, uh, I've made everyone they touch during the day better. I'm sending sparks of strength and positivity and resilience and, frankly, joy out into the world. And I honestly think I'm exponentially creating a better planet by empowering these people with really specific work uh, and everything I have to give. That's the fucking reason to do something. That's why you hear from me at 5.01. I don't like getting up at 5 in the morning. 
5 in the morning. I get up at 4.15. And I don't like it. I've never liked it. I can do it. I've gotten pretty good at it. But it is not a thing I enjoy. And it's not, I don't view it as a sign of toughness. I don't view it as a mark of character. It's just getting up early. But the why exists. And the why is there. And we're going to have, I want to have, there's a couple people I want to have on to talk about this. But, you know, and it's the reason why uh, I made massive career jumps a couple of times to get to this place I am now, to get to this place where I'm talking to you because that why becomes really clear. So I'm about to turn onto the block and go to the gym. And I know this has been a little bit rambling. But as I leave you, if you're still here and God bless you, ask yourself what you want to do. What's your goal? And then why three times? And try and be honest with yourself and drill down into it. If you're a coach and you're talking to someone and someone's like, uh, I just want to get in shape and uh, you know feel good and, and I have a bunch of money, here's a bunch of money. Don't don't take it. You're not gonna turn you don't have to turn them away necessarily. But ask why, why, why. Figure it out. And you will be so much better at your job once you have determined their path. And when you can make it really clear, then you'll be able to show them how you are on the way there or how you are not. You know, we're, you say you want to do this because of this. Okay, well, we're going to do this program in eight weeks. I'm going to have another phone call with you. We're going to have this conversation again, and we're going to see if we think we are closer, the same, or further away. And if it's not closer, we're going to change things. And when and you have to do it. When you have the conversation, you have to be really obvious. And it's okay. Like, be big enough and be strong enough and have enough confidence in what it is you do to look at results and look at output and say, hey, this isn't working. You know, may, this is, maybe this has worked every single time someone with your specific goals and physiometry and training history has come to me, but it's not working now, so we have to change things. And maybe that means you get fired, and these things happen. But be big enough to say it, because then people at least will respect you for knowing what is happening. People will smell it a million miles away if you're like, oh, well, yeah, the numbers say this, but I mean, I, I think you're, you're, you're actually getting stronger um, I think it was, you know, X, Y, and Z. And not saying there can't be mitigating factors for training. There's mitigating factors for all kinds of training. But be big enough to look at what you're doing and recognize when it's not working, because that will also make you a better person. And the next time someone comes to you, whether you get fired or not, the next time someone comes to you with these goals and these paths, then you can say, all right, well, here's my idea, and here's my path, we're going to have this conversation. By the way, there are people. Not everyone responds the same. That's why we do individual programming. That's why we do this one-on-one work. We're going to check in in four weeks or six weeks instead of eight or ten weeks. And these are specific things I'm going to be looking for. If they're not working, we're going to make these adjustments. You can lay that out ahead of time. Already recognizing that you think this will work, but you've thought about it. You're not just dumping some template into someone's lap. 
you're going to have a plan B and a plan C. Well, I'm walking by a, a big old party. I don't think there's supposed to be parties right now. Anyway, uh, this is too loud, but I'm going to sign off. Thank you for your time. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you are not subscribed already, please do. Uh, the leaving a review apparently makes a big difference on the iTunes. I really appreciate it. And I will likely talk to you again at 5.01 a.m. in about a week. All right, team. Feel strong.